Hello, it's Tina and Edgy. Welcome to the Masca Queers podcast. And uh, our podcast is mainly purposed for catering to our target audience with feeding them with gossip. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, so we are all about rumors and gossip in the community. Let's go that we get to come. Yeah, so it's been a while, folks, and we are back. We are happy to uh, connect with you once again. And uh, this time, we're also proud that we're connecting with you during the month of Pride. So yeah, Tina, will you introduce yourself as Tina or Christine? Yes, Tina. Tina oh, is alright. Uh. Maybe today you can tell us maybe what does Pride mean to you? You know, we have Pride Month, and now everybody is pushing uh, rainbows. People are all about social media, all, all over the place, people are organizing events. But now, for me, I mean, I just want to understand what is this Pride and what, what does it mean to you as an individual? Okay, uh, Pride Month for me essentially is about being proud of your of your queer, of your queerness. It's a day that queers like just celebrate themselves. It's the month. The month is dedicated to queer celebrating themselves and being proud of who you are, being proud of your identity, being proud of yourself as an individual in communities that don't even want us to exist sometimes. Yeah, so it's all about being proud and uh, celebrating that. The whole month is dedicated to that. Pride Month for me is about just celebrating queers, lesbians, gays, bisexuals, transgender, and gender non conforming persons in the community. Thank you for that. And I think maybe you may have... It seems like, Christine, you really understand this uh, pride issue. And I think that the way you which you bring out the points... Hey, what? Hey. We need to just get back to... But we need to get back to school maybe to learn quite a number of things. But maybe if I have to talk about it as an individual, what does pride mean to me? According to my thinking or my understanding of pride is that month where we have the freedom to express ourselves freely as queer persons. When I talk about queer, I mean the entire LGBTQ+, and that would mean even the gender non-conforming, the non-binaries, you know, and, and even people who feel that they identify themselves differently. So it is the time that you really have to, maybe you have the opportunity you have the freedom to express yourself in the way that you really want to be it could be a man but you really want to express yourself as a woman it could be a woman but you feel like you should express yourself as a as a man or either way or none or neither or nor you know so this is that month but you know tina i just wanted to check on with you and know that in the last few weeks i've seen a lot of activities on social media and one thing that really captured my attention was one of our own phenomenal artists called for a long time i've heard rumors i'm saying rumors because i don't have facts yet that she belongs to the queer community and last week i saw a post that she updated on social media about selling some brand she's marketing some brand but later on her caption i'm not sure about the pronouns but when we say they put a caption talking about that all the proceeds that are going to get from the sales of those brands and all that will go towards supporting a, a sexual gender minority group that she's connected with or maybe that she's supporting so for me that was a bold step because you look at somebody of she's out there and uh, many people follow her music many people like her music and now taking it boldly to just support uh, the queer community in such a bold way for me it sort of challenged me but it sort of also uh, motivated me and made me feel like uh, we are making some steps and if that continue then i'm sure that we'll be continuing to create more spaces how i wish that maybe other artists who are very influential could also find ways to advance advocacy and also support for our community maybe what are your thoughts around this or have you seen the post i've not seen the post yet but 
just to agree with you i think uh, what fena is doing is just taking that bold step uh, to advocate for people in her community or in their community let me say because i'm also not very much sure of their pronouns that is a bold step and fena has been ridiculed before uh for being masculine for presenting as masculine people have made fun of her but it has not stopped her and it's it's amazing so that other queer babies are just struggling to find identity to come out can know that okay it's good like uh, we can be accepted we can do tiny things we can do it it does not matter whether we do something or not but she i'm sure fena is inspiring a lot of people with what they've done with the maybe the brand is dendry uh, she is always a brand ambassador for dendry i think so if the proceeds are going to the queer community that that is amazing and uh, as you said other celebrities could emulate the same the same thing as fena is doing okay thank you very much for uh, bringing that out really but whoa up to another thing i would say this another gossip my friend hey i want to tell you you know i just last week it was even not last week the week before there was just this poster i was just seeing something androgynous glamour if i look on the other side i see people saying on social media if they post you see they post with tagline of rainbows if i go on tiktok i see people dancing on videos Hey, and I see people have fashion, you know, they put on wig and then they just walk like this, they walk and they dance, which was good. Of course they're having fun, but one thing that I like about it is that being a pride man, I don't know if it's going to pose a security threat for us as a community because you realize that uh, it's sort of an outy thing for most people because any queer person right now on their social media post, on their WhatsApp status, if it is Facebook post, even on Instagram, either they put the rainbow flag after their post or if it's a picture they'll have the rainbow love the three or the four or colors of love as caption on their pictures i don't know is this looking at the time we are right now we are close to elections and we're electioneering here and you realize this is the time that most of the people take advantage of the political environment to attack our community members either physically verbally and, uh, and all that so do you think this is going to cause a threat to our community in terms of security purposes as much as we're celebrating it could also pose a threat to us because Kenya is not very much accepting as a country for queer persons so as much as we are just celebrating ourselves it could pose a danger to us and it's unfortunate that in the past we've witnessed deaths of people people have been killed for being lesbians we can just remember much recently Sheila Lumumba and several other transgenders like women basically just aside from being queer uh, Kenya has been very unsafe so particularly for queers i think we've not reached that stage yet where like people can be more accepting maybe tolerant of other people's sexualities and just live with them without seeing them as as a nuisance or people who have to be like changed or really by praying for them or whatever so being that we are going also towards an election month you know how we've uh, witnessed uh, violence in the past concerning election results so that could could also just be much the violence can be much more this time because people can be targeting queers aside from just targeting other people from other tribes who voted for other people i get that i get that that's a very important point you brought out there but also feel we need to take care in as much as we are celebrating this month and you know the situation is very different in here in kenya i'm looking at our constitution that is still not very accommodative and you realize that the condition that most people use to have evidence or maybe that is the only defensive tool that they use as maybe the main 
base reason for perpetrating violence or maybe attacking our community members and it's very sad that even the case of Sheila Lumumba how she was murdered she has not accessed justice so sometimes it makes me think like do i need to get justice when i'm alive or uh, is there justice that i'm going to access already when i'm dead so it means that we also in as much as we are celebrating this Pride Month, we still need out to, to be careful and take care of one another, observe uh, the security and safety measures that are around, link to our networks, our organizations, the security focal persons, and maybe the government bodies that we've sensitized so that we ensure that we are safe even during these risky times. Yes, yeah, that brings me back to something. There's an event that has been so much, uh, I would say it's been hype or there's uh, been a lot of popularity about it or maybe there's been a lot of people mobilizing and sharing it all over me social media the androgynous glamour i think it's an event that's going to happen next week and maybe you are looking forward to how it's going to be like i feel like it's a great event for our community but i'm still not sure about how it's going to look like and all that but i'm just looking forward to being part of it and also just to see how that's going to be but also look at the security measures that have been put in place. But I'm sure uh, for them to organize such an event, there must be security, proper security measures that have been put in place. And part of it that I've noticed is that we don't know where the venue is yet. So I think that is one of the security measures that they have put in place so that not many people know where that thing is going to be. So the only people will know are part of the community members who want to attend that particular event. So that's some of the security measures that people are now putting in place. And for us, even as content creators now, it's that time that we now look at digital security and be very careful. But that's also a conversation that I think we need to scale up and also involve also many of our people to see how we moderate and also be cautious. But then also, according to you as a Gen Z, how do you feel about being that you're also in the Pride Month and the steps that we've made as queer persons in terms of advancing equal rights and acceptance for us as community? How do you feel or where do you think we are right now as a country? Okay, in terms of speaking like on behalf of a lot of other Generation Z, I can say that Generation Z are just putting themselves out there. I'd say they're rebellious, but for a good cause because they don't conform. They're just making their own rules and uh, it's amazing to watch really. So I think the way you know like in the past i saw this post on twitter sometime people were saying that maybe some of our parents were queer but we'd never know and they would have never been accepted but as times are going people are becoming more like tolerant more liberal they are able to be accepting and generation z are very much at the forefront of this if you see people like kinuthia on tiktok yeah they're not they're not afraid to be out there they're not afraid to just be there and be bold and live uh, so i think maybe generation z will be the generation that will make this further steps for the entire community they'll show us that it's just enough that we are queer that we don't have to do anything because we're just human and we are allowed to live yeah we don't have to do so much the fact that we are alive means that we belong and we deserve to be here i think generation z are doing so much they are they're creating like these discourses online they are talking to their parents they're challenging like let me say people in the churches they are telling them yeah it's okay it's okay that i love a woman it's okay you don't have to be accepting of it but this is who i am and yeah like i said they're rebellious and maybe that will be our only salvation i agree with you but yeah i also feel like that's a big state in terms of maybe looking for ways in which we can change the game or revolutionize uh, the system that we have around and uh, the norms that we have within our community that have been instilled in us from generation to generation now another thing i feel that as gen z's i feel that as gen z's 
there is also that revolution. You are revolutionizing the system even in terms of language. I don't know if you heard this, but I had last week conversation with my friend and then I, I realized there's another language apart from sharing. Now we have Shembete. Yeah. And then I had something like Nampulombotov or is Nakulombotov? <laughs> yeah. So maybe tell me about this kind of language that is coming in because it's making sort of this it's it's more of a language that is targeted call it an encrypted or decrypted or an encrypted language that is specifically for as a certain population or certain group of people so if you don't belong to that particular group you won't understand what people are saying is it sort of like a mechanism that now we can use to have our own conversations without other people having to understand what we are doing or what we are talking about okay i just think it's the way like sheng develops over time because the sheng our predecessors way before uh, like the times of nonini he was just saying uh, manzi wa nairobi now nowadays people sometimes sing guna or shore like sheng changes over time i think it's just sheng developing maybe that is also i'd say it should only be of interest to people in the music industry because if you know kenya has been very popular with gengeton over the past years so i'd say that those artists those particular gengeton artists they're going to incorporate that in their music yes sheng is always just this kind of hidden dialect that is just understood by a few people so maybe like we can get away with some terms we can get away with, with certain ideas and communication that is just meant for us within a particular group but all in all i think it's just the way language developed like sheng it's just something we like we'd use we speak sheng maybe to know chesachini so that our parents don't get what we are up to uh older people Yes, so I think it's Sheng developing, but it could it could also be a leeway for us just to have this conversations of our own without letting other people in and maybe yes to a certain degree it could uh, make queers feel safe it's good that maybe language is one of the tools that people can use because i realize now there's a lot of following for uh, this group called wakadinali they sing i don't know i heard the song of geese geese i don't know <laughs> i don't know what they were saying really and i just heard geese geese nakurani particularly for me i'm still learning this language but i i find it very interesting and i feel like this tool that can be used but anyway aside from that i realized that you are a very proactive person and just last week you did a very nice event and thank you by the way for inviting me you know i like such opportunities just to explore and understand need to get experience you know but then what about this resilience talent thing that you are organizing because i saw you had very uh, nice is it an event or activity or program i don't know how to call it but then being part of it was so nice for me and actually i got a t-shirt which was snatched away from me i feel so bad about it though but i hope you you won't mind giving me another one oh well of course you can always get another t-shirt yeah resilience talents we had the idea of doing like kickouts just like uh, having a more outreach to queers even beyond urban centers so that was how resilience talents was born and uh, obviously like it's always a pleasure having you and i know that you can return the favor sometime so yeah it's a program that we'll be doing in the next number of weeks you're always welcome to join us and i think we can do so much more within this period the idea of the resilience talents born because we wanted to reach other queer persons who cannot have access to these spaces whereby workshops are organized and to some extent i think that is elitist and also there are queers also based in kisumu and even like let me say in the grassroots who are not even like members to some like queer community organizations so in the first place they are not even able to access these spaces that is why we came up with the idea of kikao to enable them uh, come and uh, attend these workshops 
we came up with the idea to enable them be able to access these kikaos of ours and learn with us so that uh, not everything that happens in the city, in the workshops and in the convenings just passes them by, that they're able to learn with us as well. Thank you very much for that elaborate information. Love this conversation that we have. It's really good to have you and it's been productive. Hello guys, that's us, the Masca Queers and no, always we bring you only the nicest gossip, rumors around the community and just to keep you posted, know that uh, we always got you covered. Follow us on our social media pages, follow us on Instagram at Masca Queers, follow us on Facebook, the Masca Queers, follow us also on, uh, on our SoundCloud page, the Masca Queers, Anchor, the Masca Queers and follow our content, like, share and promote our content. Just know that we are your people, we love you and we'll always be here for you. Happy Pride Month. First off, thank you for having me, Edu. It's been a pleasure. This is a first for me, so I'm excited, but I was also a bag of nerves. But it has turned out to be pretty much amazing. We are at this nice place at Kazuri. It's ambient. Yes, yes, yes. Just like Tina said, you know, this Kazuri. What is Kazuri really? Kazuri is just Kazuri. Something so nice, beautiful, safe, just very nice. Fresh air flowing, there's nice breeze and all that. So yeah, that's part of what we're doing. We're trying also to map out some of the safe spaces for our community. If you are a queer person and you're in Kisumu or you visit Kisumu anytime soon, feel free to pass by Kazuri. It's a very nice place. Just hit us up and then we can drop you the location. Okay, that is all from us. Thank you guys. Happy Pride Month, everyone.